welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, and today, well, guess what? I am joined by Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, my tribal chief. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. It's actually nice weather for a change of Wales, so I'm in a good mood, thank you. Do you know what? It's lovely here as well. We had the first day of sunshine and heat for about three weeks yesterday, and then it said, oh, it'll be a bit cooler today which it probably is by about a degree. But um, yeah, no, it's still warm. I'm, I'm sat in this uh, spare room slash office sweating. I can't have the front window open because it's too noisy with the traffic going past. So yeah, it's like it's like an oven in here. But who were the British eh, to complain about the weather? When it's cold, it's cold. When it's hot, it's hot. It's too hot, it's too cold. Eh? Yeah, exactly. So how are we doing this? Well, first of all, I suppose we should say, why is there only two of us? So um, I believe Dan is off on a work's do this afternoon. So he'll be getting merrily drunk. And Jamie's off out with his family, which is fair enough. We won't berate him for that. Um, And it's thrown a slight spanner in the works because we're actually recording on a Friday um, rather than a Thursday. So for all our lovely listeners out there who are listening right now, um, we recorded this the same day it went out. So by the time you're listening to this after recording, I then had to jump straight into editing and get it all edited, upload, chop, change, uploaded. So feel for me in this sweaty, sweaty room. But never mind about all that, because last weekend, Joe, Saturday specifically, we had the premium live event SummerSlam. Okay. And uh, yes, we all... Well, we watched it. When we say we all watched it live, we certainly watched it in increments, didn't we? So I think you and Dan will go on tell us because you watched some of it live and some of it. I lasted right? until about what time is that? 12 one ish. I lasted about till two or three. So I would say I lasted the first three matches until the Shane Rodder match and then I went to bed and then I woke up and went. <laughs> well, that's no surprise. Stay up there. I think we all went to bed during that match. I mean, we'll get on to that. I know that Jamie will lie, and he's not here to back himself up, but me and Jamie, after you two went off to bed, we carried on watching it, messaging each other, and then he stopped messaging and didn't message me again till the morning, which quite clearly shows that he fell asleep and then probably watched the rest of the next day. He'll probably say he stayed awake. He's lying. Um, <laughs> I will freely admit that I um, stayed up the entirety of the show until the main event where for reasons we'll get on to and the way that the event was going I I fell asleep and then yeah I fell asleep literally during the entrance as it must have been of the main event and then when I woke up everything had finished so I just then went back to sleep and then a few hours later just turned it back on and watch the yeah. main, main event then. So I, th- I think the fact that, um, and, and we will discuss this no doubt, but I think the fact that all of us started watching the event either during the pre-show or as it started, and none of us lasted technically until the end, potentially says something about the show. Yeah, I don't think it helped as well, because I did go to the pub before... The event, so I had I had a few drinks before I was watching the event, so I think that was a fact as well. But yeah, I think if it was like non-stop action, I probably would have like just pushed myself 
if I was like thoroughly sports entertained and I couldn't stop watching it, then I probably would have just kept myself up. But I was same as you, like the way it was going, I was like, I'm actually really tired and it's not that good. I'll just go to bed and watch the rest tomorrow. Yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. And whilst, of course, we are going to break down each match as we do every time on the show. Um, I mean, the overall consensus, I think, and, and I had a read online afterwards of what people's th- thoughts were um, on, on the message boards, on Reddit, Discords, that type of thing. I think a lot of people are agreeing it was almost a bit of a, when I say a bit of a show of two halves, I think it started well. Around yeah. the middle, it got a bit, a bit of a drag. Picked up a little bit then when we got to like the World Heavyweight Championship type match. But then the main event, again, we'll get on to this. Yeah, let's put it that yeah. way. So not, not even really a game of two hours, more of a mixed bag. Yeah, I agree. Like the first couple of matches were actually half decent. I thought, oh, okay, if they're all like this, then then we're in we're in for a treat. But then tiredness got the better of me, and I was like, I think I went to bed. And yeah. I said that machine Ronda match, and then I woke up in the morning, as you do, have a quick look on the old social media, and I was like, oh dear, and I was like, oh, it can't be that bad, surely. And then I watched that, and I went, oh, it is. <laughs> so. I think, for me personally, and I, I don't, I don't know if you agree. Or, and again, it'd be interesting to get Dan and Jamie's takes maybe, maybe next week now. But um, it, it felt like for me, it being the when I say the worst, I don't, I don't like being that negative in that sense. But the weakest, if we could say, the weakest pay per view premium live event, whatever you want to call it, since mm. Triple H was technically in charge of creating. It's been like a year now, yeah. Um... I was going to bring that up this time last year with the whole um, allegations of Vince McMahon. That's when Triple H took over. It wasn't this time last year. Mm. That's when like Dakota Kai, Eo Sky, and Bailey came down and interfered, didn't they? It was like, That's like right, yeah. a year ago. So it has been a year, but I agree with you. This is probably like the weakest show out of like all of them. Like all of the shows, so like all the pay per view so far have been. Pretty good. Yeah, okay. We've had a few grumbles on a couple of matches, but like, yeah, for the most and I think part, WrestleMania, yeah, and I think WrestleMania Night Two was weaker than Night One. But if you take oh, yeah. WrestleMania as a whole, as in like a whole event over the two days, I still think it was stronger than SummerSlam. Yeah, I I don't know what's happened with this, but I don't know whether it was Vince getting involved or too many cooks in the kitchen or just like booking wise, like storyline wise, and just like what's going on. It just I don't know, we just felt very disjointed with some of the stuff that was going on. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's have a look at the actual show itself and let's break it down, as I say, as we do. And, you know, we, we mentioned on last week's show that it had already come out, it had been announced that they were going to start things off strong with the Logan Paul Ricochet match. Um, yeah. We're, of course, going to have a look at our predictions as well for the four of us and see how we all got on. Again, speaking of a mixed bag show, it was a mixed bag on the um, I think I did quite on well. The oh, I'm talking about me for the mixed bag, oh, don't right. you? Don't you worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, some some certainly did uh, better than others. But yeah, so kicking off then, Logan Paul Ricochet. Logan Paul successfully going over Ricochet in 18 minutes. I think we expected Joe to be a strong start for the event, kicking off with that match, and it was. 
Yeah, we said this last week. It's going to be like a low. It's going to be like a viral match. They're going to do flips and tricks, and that's exactly what they did. Eighteen minutes, good enough match. Logan Paul looked strong. I don't think no. I don't think Ricochet looked weak at all. We say every time as well that when Logan Paul wrestles, considering he's not quote unquote a WWE superstar, he's like a social media star or whatever. He's got no business being as good as he is. But he puts in all the work and he puts in all the effort and he's actually a really good wrestler. And like all, the past couple of matches he's had, like Roman, Seth, can't remember the tag match, I think he won. But mm. he's lost quite a lot. So it's not going to hurt Ricochet to lose. And of course, Logan Paul is like the biggest social media star on the planet. He's got like a, over a million followers. And I think straight after this match, he then flew to Las Vegas for his brother's fight. Um Jake Paul had a fight later on that night in Las Vegas, and he still had his gear on. So he yes. went straight from the match to his brother's match. So, yeah, I I think it's great. I don't I don't agree with some of the stuff he's done as a person. I think it's a bit dodged, but he's great for the WWE and his followers. It brings new eyes onto the product, but I think they need to do more in terms of that because... It's great if you're a hardcore wrestling fan. Like, I'm never going to start watching WWE because I've been a fan since the Attitude Era. I think you need to you need to get people like Logan Paul, in, people like that TikTok and stuff, TikTok stars, and you need to integrate them more into the show to get, like, the casual fans hooked. I don't think they've got the casual fan. As much as Logan mm. Paul attracts the audience, I don't think they've got there yet. What did you think of the ending? Because obviously the ending itself, um, obviously the way they say it, making it look like Ricochet was going to go over him. Um, I think he did the the six thirty splash and like Logan rolled out of the way, and then one of one of Logan's boys or his entourage or whatever call him handed him brass knuckles, which he used to strike Ricochet with, and obviously picked up the win through that. What What did you think of the ending itself? I mean, me yeah, personally, go on. I was going to say, like, Logan Paul, as you said, he's got the, as I said earlier, he's got the reputation of being, like, the social media star. Like, some of the stuff he's done on social media is a bit savoury. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google it. I, I won't talk about it. Mm, but, um, yeah, yeah. like, so people want to hate him. So, like, why not go, you know, go all in with it? So, like, winning by a cheap victory actually makes sense. And it's... And it suits the story, and obviously the the announcer is Samantha Irvine, and Samantha Irvine is like the fiance of Ricochet, so they were telling the story like basically Logan Paul was trolling her on the ringside when are you now? Ha-? And, and she was like, and the winner is Logan Paul, and then he was like taking the back about who's the winner, who's the winner. Yeah. So it suits it the ground. It was a nice added element, really, wasn't it? Obviously, yeah. with it, with herself being the announcer as she would be anyway but yeah I mean and going back to the brass knuckles itself I I don't have an issue the only reason I asked it is because there was a bit of backlash online with people saying oh what a cheap way to finish it but this is supposed this is Logan Ball in a heel persona they're very much going along with that now I think because I think when they brought him in they were kind of hoping he'd be a bit of a face they realised that he works better as a heel because of the crowd reaction he gets um Mm. It's not a cheap way, I don't think, personally, despite what people say no, online, because... Just, it, it, it matches yeah. his character. Like, him, he's a heel. Like, what better way to win? By cheating. And, like, that's and how he's beating a... 
yeah, and, and, he, and he's, he's having to resort to using brass knuckles against a seasoned veteran, if you want to call him that, in Ricochet, because Ricochet is the professional wrestler who should have won the match. So, yeah, I, I have no issue with it as well. And, you know, I, I didn't think yourself would, but um, it was just interesting no. what, what, the, what the comments were online. But overall, decent match. We know how well Ricochet can go. Logan always puts in a good show in as well, um, and, and it was yeah. a good pairing. And you can see why they paired them together in, in, in this match as well. Um, and I thought yeah. it was a really solid way to start the show. And I thought, well, you know, we we, we start as we mean to go on with, with a decent match, which then brings us on to our second match, um, which I think a few people were surprised with. And I think we all said it in the chat as well. Um, our online chat going, oh, they're doing this already, are they? But um, Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes, um, hmm. a, a second, a second solid match of the show. Very good match. I I would say this is like my second favorite match. Second, well, I would say this is my favorite match of the night, but the other match is close second. But yeah, I would say this was a very good match. Like considering you know Brock Lesnar is a beast and like. He is legitimately, he could do whatever he wants to Cody Rhodes in that ring. Cody Rhodes did hang with him, and it was a very good match. And I think the way that Cody Rhodes won was like a clean, it was like a clean victory. You couldn't even dispute it. But then the end didn't like shock me as well. And I was like, oh, is Brock Lesnar going to attack him? And then he like raised his hand and hugged him. And I was like, huh, that's a bit strange. That's not a very Brock mm. Lesnar thing to do. But then I heard then in the media scrum afterwards, um, somebody asked Triple H about it, and apparently they didn't know he was going to do that. He just did that on his own, which I thought was very telling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as as you say, it, it wasn't, uh, allegedly, it wasn't a predetermined, you know, thing. It, it was very much Brock Lesnar's decision to, to do that. Almost a bit of a passing of the torch. Again, alluding to people online, some people going, oh, Brock Lester took his gloves off. He's retiring to shit. He takes his gloves off after every match. Usually he takes his gloves off after a match to beat somebody better knuckle. And that's why I thought also he was going to carry on attacking him. But um, yeah. no, if, um, I mean, whether it, whether it wasn't or it, or it was a planned thing, the fact is even if it was planned, Brock Lesnar was willing, um, even with a bit of creative sway that he has to, to go along with it. So I think it says more about the man if it wasn't a planned thing, because he, 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 you know, he, he was happy to do it. Yeah. The 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 match itself, yeah, I, I agree with you. I was entertained by it. I, I was slightly worried that it wasn't gonna be as good as the the first match. Was it the first match or the second match that was really good? Because one was just okay and I can't really remember now. I think it was the first match. Yeah. It was the second match in Saudi that I thought was yeah. mm, all right, but um because I know there were rumblings, weren't there, weeks ago leading up to it, that there was going to be a stipulation on this match. And it was a stipulation that we hadn't seen in such a long time. And obviously that never came to fruition. It just ended up being a normal singles yeah. match. Um, I, I think with Brock Lesnar, he, as you said, he's got quite a lot of power with his like own booking. Like They probably pitched him something. We don't know what it is. But we know with like um, a couple of... Let's go. They pitched him against Bray Wyatt. He went absolutely. I'm not facing Bray Wyatt. He's like anybody else. So we know he's got the power over his own creative. So I don't know what they pitched him, but it obviously wasn't whatever it was. Wasn't very good. He just like we just have a normal match, and he probably went, yeah, all right then. Yeah, 
I don't like the fact that they still use the steel steps in the announce table because this, at the end of the day, was supposed to be a singles match with DQ. And I think we said this to Jamie and Jamie's comments were like, oh, yeah, but they almost include the announce table and the steel steps as part of the, the ring. So yeah. it really matter. well, they, they shouldn't do because they are throwing people through a table. It don't matter whether it's a wooden table or the announce table. It's the same thing. And I think it's you throw it one into steel steps. Yeah, I think the referee oh. just was like, "Oh yeah, I, I pretend I didn't see that." Or I don't know. It depends. Like, it's maybe with WWE referees. It's like sometimes they're like absolutely like to the letter of the rules. You know, if you go an inch over the rules, you're disqualified straight away. And then sometimes it'll just be like, "Oh yeah, I just no blow to you," and I'm like, "Well, that's the terrible." Oh, I did. I did, for I did you. see yeah, it. That yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that. Uh, going back to the Ricochet match, we, we did forget to mention, I don't know if you noticed, because I didn't notice it at first. I, I read about it and then I had to go back and look. When the brass knuckles were on his fist and he turns and he hits Ricochet, if I say to all our listeners, well, if you haven't seen it, go back and watch it or just go back and watch a clip on YouTube or TikTok. It's on there. The referee's looking straight at him as he does it. And as he goes to hit him, the referee turns his head and throws his hands up in the air as if he's just been hit by a ball of fire or something the <laughs> referee's reaction is ridiculous because the referee obviously realizes shit i'm looking directly at him as he hits him with the brass knuckles i should be calling for a disqualification so he has to look away it was a bit of a crappy botch to be fair um but yeah no <laughs> that's quite funny and like like you say if they're using the seal steps and the announce table in the lesnar cody match in the Co- uh, cody rose match then yeah that the, there's no real consistency, but unfortunately that comes down to the booking of the match itself. But yeah, let's not dwell on what was also a decent, decent match. Yeah, I agree. Third match of the night then, which I always think it's hard to say that Battle Royals are decent because at the end of the day, there's not much wrestling that goes on. It's just no, it's just you throw like, each other out. Yeah, but it's, it's enter- like using a new talent, isn't it? It's like the Audrey the Giant. It's like, oh well, who's not booked on mm. the show? Who? Who's like, who we just got a million round backstage? I know, let's just put them all in the ring together and just call it a battle royal. That's basically what it is. It's always nice to see a lot of people on the card, though, uh, of course. Yeah. And there were the famous, I mean, there was a clear favourite going into the match in the form of LA Knight, of course, just with it being so over. Um, I, I tell you what, I have also realised that normally we go through our... Um, predictions after each match which i haven't done so i will do it now so just to confirm that we were all bang on with logan paul um taking the win which is no surprise that's that's how we expected it to go so let me just do that that's all been added and in regards to the lesnar Rhodes match I went with Lesnar, and if you, if anyone can remember, it was purely on the basis of the fact that I said I thought Bray Wyatt, um, which we have some news on him, which we'll cover before we finish the show, um, I thought Bray Wyatt was going to come back and cost Cody the match, which, um, of course, he didn't do. That was just one of my crazy, crazy predictions. But, yes, Joe, Dan and Jamie, yeah, you all got a point for that one. Um, yes, yeah, so the Battle Royal, I feel, and let's just go there straight away, LA Knight won. Joe, you've got a point. Dan got a point. Jamie got a point as well. You all successfully picked LA Knight, so well done. I I had a feeling, did I not, and I mentioned this, that there would be a return during this match. And ultimately, I picked that that person would return and win the match, which they wouldn't do. 
But I feel this is worth a very decent five to ten bonus points, Joe. I really do. I predicted Omos to return and win it all. And and he did return, Joe. Omos did return. The Omos Sapiens were there to see him. He didn't, no, but it was it was nice to see him. Do I not get any points for that one? I do you said he would win, so I don't know. Maybe an extra maybe like one extra point for saying he's like he would come in, but like Oh, so a bonus point. No, I better not do as much as I want to give myself a bonus point. I know that Jamie and Dan will cry and certainly have something to say about it. So, no, I won't. But I... I like. I mean, there was. A, I'm not going to go through everyone, but there was a handful of people in there. And JD McDonough was in there. Rick Boogs. People I forgot about, like Apollo Cruz was in there. Tommaso yeah. Champa and Shinsuke Nakamura just in there, obviously to make up numbers as well. Um, the Miz, carrying Cross, carrying Boring Cross. I'm sorry, but he's still doing absolutely nothing for me. Um, Chad yeah. Gable, who was looking strong, which is very good, and AJ Styles. And Sheamus. And Sheamus was booked really well in the match as well, obviously, because he was, you know, one of the two last last ones, him and LA Knight. But obviously LA Knight came victorious on that one. Obviously, you picked LA Knight, but was it the right decision? And we're happy that it, that he won moving forward. Yeah. Well, it was a slim chain battle royal. I don't know if you've seen it, but basically <laughs> yes. um LA Knight is just face a slim gym now. So back in the day used to be a matcher man. So Macho Man used to do the Slim Jim adverts. Go, nothing beats the Slim Jim, the snap of the Slim Jim. I think Slim Jim, yeah, that's the one. So, yeah, yeah. So LA Knight is that person now. He's like the spokesperson for Slim Jim, so it makes sense for him to win it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they had a good promo about it on Raw. Basically, he was like having a photo shoot backstage, and Miz was there. Um, and Miz was like, oh, "I'm the A-list, so I should be getting all the photo time." And then basically LA Knight was like, well, no, I'm a star now. You're, you're like old news. And they like had a promo off basically on Raw. It was like the Miz versus LA Knight. And it was actually really good. So, but he was yeah. on Raw, Joe. He's a SmackDown superstar. What's going on with the brand split already? Oh, the brand split doesn't exist, mate. Like, no, it's just it really like, doesn't. <laughs> well, we're happy LA Knight won. So fingers yeah. crossed, bigger and better things moving forward for him. The only way is up, as they say. Right. Three solid matches to start the show. This for me, and I think for many people, Joe is where it starts to go downhill. So oh, we had we had the MMA rules match, which I don't think they still really do up until about ten minutes before, no. well, not even before the show, ten minutes before oh, this match. Got the I want to have a rant about this. <laughs> oh, you can in a moment, believe me. <laughs> Shayna Baszler mm. defeated Ronda Rousey, which potentially looks to be a last match, if not forever, then for a long while by technical submission. You can have your rant in a moment after I've said this was this was the bathroom break match. It was slow, nothing was happening. I, I like I like Sheena Baszler and I like Ronda Rousey. I really do. But I think the worst thing about it was people knew what this match was going to be like before it happened. They knew just it was going to be slow, it was going to be a bit boring, nothing was going to happen. So if you've got that mindset going into it before the bloody match has even started, then you're not going to be impressed all the way throughout. So that's my take on it. I mean, we all, as far as our predictions went for Baszler, so we all get a point. But if you want to start your rant, Joe, then feel free because I'm ready yeah. for it. I was good. Um, basically, you seem like, what is an MMA match? Like, is it... And if it's like an MMA rules match, then there should be rounds, there should be judges. So if it's going to be like UFC, there should 
the judges there should be rounds. Um, when they were actually in the ring, they weren't even punching each other. It was like, <laughs> like, like, uh, spoiler alert, wrestling's not real, kids, but, you know, sorry. But, you know, you know, suspension of disbelief, at least make it look like it's real. They were just tapping each other. It was like tappy, tap, 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 kicky, kick, kick. The only thing that looked half decent was uh, when Rod, Rod around, not Rod Rousey, Shayna Baszler did like um, a spinning roundhouse kick. That looked half decent. And then she put her in the sleeper Kamora lock thing to like tap her out. I was like, this just being no sense. I'm like, why not just have a wrestling match? Who is the better wrestler? Because this is wrestling. This is an MMA. We know what wrestling is. We watch wrestling because we like wrestling. If we want to watch MMA in UFC, I'll watch UFC to watch MMA. I don't want to watch an MMA match in WWE because we all know that WWE is predetermined outcome. So stop pretending it isn't. Yeah, no, I I, I completely agree. And it just didn't look good. There, there was a kick that Baszler did to Rousey's head, which looked fairly decent. Yeah. That was good. And there was something else where there might have been might have been one punch, because I agree with you, the punches were terrible, but one punch looked pretty decent as well. So I'll I'll give I'll give him that. But he just wasn't a good match, no. And like I say, it was around that time that I was like, well, at least the Intercontinental Championship match is, is next. So well, yeah, and people need the time to go to the toilet as well. So I can I completely understand it. But if that is Ronda Rousey's last match, then it's not a great one to go out on, unfortunately. No. But I am hoping at least from this Shayna Baszler now starts gonna push because yeah. I think I'm right in saying she's never been in the women's champion, has she? Despite how strong she should have been pushed when she came out of NXT. So I'm yeah, hoping uh, they start pushing towards that now because she does deserve it. Well, on Raw, it was in Minneapolis, um, and uh, Sheena Baszler's a big Minneapolis uh, Vikings fan, so she came out in Vikings colours, so purple and yellow. But she has a massive shiner, like a black eye, and um, it was Becky Lynch and Zoe Sucks, I believe, and they're gonna Trish, um, she's gonna have a match with Trish anyway. During this promo, Zoe Sucks went, "I'm the baddest woman in the women's division." And as soon as he said, I'm the baddest woman in the women's division, Shayna's Baszler's music came on. I went, who's the baddest woman in the women's division? I just beat the baddest. Her name was Ronda Rousey, so I'm the baddest now. Do you want a match? And then they had a match later on in the night in Raw, and Shayna Baszler like, tapped her out in like, two minutes. So I th- hopefully they do, they, say they do something with her, but they did something with her on Raw, so hopefully it continues. Absolutely. Intercontinental Championship match. Let me just get straight in there with the predictions. I got this wrong. I just I just thought, like I said last week, they were going to do Gunther Dirty and not let him beat the, um, I nearly said match one, Honky Tonks record. But, mm. to, you know, to, to all avail, you know, at least, at least, uh, yeah, <laughs> at least um, they, they, they got Gunther to retain the title. It was a decent match, as I would expect it to, personally. Um, I don't think it was as good as uh, Gunther and Sheamus at Clash at the Castle. Mm. I don't think it was as good as their triple threat match either. Um, I think the rumblings coming out of WWE and on the dirt sheets and whatnot is that Drew McIntyre still hasn't signed a new contract. He's very much there until when it runs out and end of the year, I think it might be. 
or going into next year. Um, so again, I think that's probably another reason why he didn't take the belt. But you know, he's obviously back seeing out his contract for the time being, but he hasn't signed a new one. Um, so yeah, so what what were your thoughts on the match itself? Because I, I still thought it was it was very decent, as you would expect from these two. Yeah. This was like my second favourite match or my third favourite match. So this one, it was again, as you said, Taryn, it was a very solid match, but it was very predictable going in. Like We knew that Gunther was going to go for the Honky Tonk Man's records. I I think I said it last week. I think this is a massive demotion for Drew McIntyre. Like, you know, back in September, he was facing Roman Reigns for the World Heavyweight Championship at Clash of the Castle. Basically, ever since he's lost that match, he's like got no momentum at all. He's, I think, he was injured for a while, and then he's been doing like the Special Olympic stuff. They've just like not built him up. They've not done anything with him. And this match as well, they just kind of came out of nowhere. It's just like Drew came back at um, Men in the Bank, just squared up, good. They won the match then, and they went, yeah, all right. And that was literally the story. There was like no other story to it. Um, we talk about this a lot on the, this podcast. Stories, everything in wrestling. There's no story. Why should I care about the match? I'm like, there's like this one thing that AEW does and it drives me insane. Oh yeah, we're just gonna put these two together because it'd be a good match. Yeah, okay, it'd be a good match, but why should I care about the match? Yeah, yeah, it's a good match, but I didn't care about it because they didn't mm. tell me a story of why should I care about it. So I wasn't invested in it. Do we think he is? going to break this record or are they going to do him dirty on like a Smackdown before yeah, a couple of days ago? I, I think he will because it's like they do the same with Roman Reigns because they've had a lot of records like Roman Reigns is going to do the Bruno Sabatina one I think Gunther will probably do the Hoggy Tonk Man one and I think there's another one like Pedro Morales or something like that you have mm-hmm. it so he'll break he'll definitely break the Hoggy Tonk Man's record because I don't think it's that far away um Again, it's going to be the same thing as Roman Reigns. It's going to take somebody really big or something off the charts to beat Gunter because they've built him up so strong that it's not good. It, you know, if he just if he loses it just by like a shit roll up or something like that, everyone's going to be like, "Well, what's what's the point then?" I think the interesting thing is is what they're going to do when he if and when he passes the record. Are they going to go right? He's met the record now, so he drops it next week on SmackDown, or are they going to let him keep it till Mania next? You know how far is this going to go? So that's mm. just as interesting for me as it is for if he breaks the record. But we'll see. And like I said, decent yeah. match. World Heavyweight Championship match then. Seth Franklin Rollins, freaking Rollins, um, beat. Finn Balor. Now this is yeah. slightly different because two of us went for Rollins and it was me and you, Joe. Two of them went for uh, Balor, which was Dan and Jamie. So they don't get a point. But um, mm. I tell you what, they were... I thought at one point Balor was going to get the win. They were The booking side of things was quite clever, I thought, on this one. Certainly towards the end where it really looked like when he was doing the coup de grace and I thought, oh, he's actually going to do it now. Um, and then they had the, you know, the, the stomp on the briefcase, which I suppose is a, is a good spot. But the crowd were really into it when it looked like Balor was going to win. And I sensed actually slight disappointment from the crowd when um, Seth Rollins picked up, up the win. I'm I'm ready, though, for this feud to be over. I don't know if it's going to continue, yeah. but I'm ready for it to be over. 
Yeah, I agree. The match was really good, but I'm the same as you. I'm bored of the feud now. I'm like, how many matches can you have where somebody interferes or something something doesn't go right with it? Like, it was just about getting going, and then Damien Priest does the thing of, oh, I'm going to tease it. I'm going to actually help tease in the cash-in. Oh, I, oh, I'm actually not cashing in. I'm actually helping you. And I'm like, so I think the way they're going to go with it is like a judgment day I don't know if they're going to break up or whether Finn Balor's just going to go off and do his own thing with J.D. McDonough because that's what they basically did on Raw. J.D. McDonough turned up and went, oh, if you need help, just let me know. And then David Priest basically went, oh, I was just trying to help you, just trying to help you. And then J.D. McDonough was there and he was like, oh, what is he doing? And he's like, oh, that's my friend. I trained him. I know him for 20 years. I trust him more than anyone. So if 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 I say he's in, then he's in. And basically, they're, they're, they're just continuing to tease, oh, are they going to break the Judgment Day up? Are they not? Uh, what's going to happen mm. with it? So that's the story about it. I, I knew Seth Rollins was going to win because, you know, no offence to Finn Balor, he's had like three chances to win it. And I don't know what it is with Finn Balor at the minute, but he's just not quite there. And I don't know why, but they just don't want to pop a trick on him. No, they, they don't, do they, you know? I think that, well, I think he's been a guy like that for quite a while now. And the fact that he still has a big up title, I, I, well, I, th- I think it's a mix of two things. I, I agree with you on the fact that I don't think they trust him to be the world champion, but also I think they want to try and put some prestige on this title or keep some prestige on it since they're supposed to be saying it's in it's linear to the World Heavyweight title that Triple H was awarded back in like 2002. Um, so they're, they're trying to bring it onto the level of, Roman Reigns in the WWE title. I don't think they want to be hot potato in it. So yeah, I, th- I think it's probably down to that as well. But yeah, match yourself, decent, slightly predictable. Well, the two was anyway, but um, certainly better than the next match. Which Joe, I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't got the patience or the strength to even talk it was about awful. this next match. It was so awful. I just so for the listeners out there, it was um, Asuka defending the women's championship. Um, against Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair in a triple threat match. We'll get on to what happened after the match in a moment, but just the match itself. Joe, Bianca Belair winning the Women's Championship. I mean, I I, I just... The match for me, I know I said I wasn't going to talk about it. I, I didn't get on with it. I was just very much twiddling my thumbs, waiting for it to be over. And it went I just over, it over really 20 boxy. minutes. Yeah, it was botchy, over 20 minutes, and the wrong person picked up the win and I tell it see this is the issue I've got. I was gonna say I wasn't gonna talk about it and I am. Bianca Belair, very good acting to the point where I think a lot of people, including myself, thought she was legitimately injured. Um yeah. and to the point where yeah, her, her acting was on point for it. But then if she's acting that well to say, gosh, yeah, look how injured I am, but then still managed to come into the ring, jump off the top rope, do her moves and win the match, yeah, that's where it lost interest for me. Yeah, with me, it was like, there was a lot of spots in there. So I was like, um, there was a lot of like, oh, I'm going to flip you into the ring and I'm going to flip you into the corner. But you could just tell they were waiting for each other to do like their stuff. And then there was a bit where like Charlotte Flair's like top had come loose or something and they had to come off. And then there was like a bit where she'd done like, um, what's it called, a cartwheel. And mm-hmm. she was like, you could tell 
they were waiting for her to do the cartwheel. They were like there in the corner and they were staring at her. And then Charlotte Flair does like a cartwheel, but it's like really awkward. And I was just like, I was watching that. I was like, this is just not going well at all. This is really awkward. And then the flow so, of the match what just didn't go right. Did it? it did not flow. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, Bianca Bella's injured. And it was like Charlotte and Asuka. Okay, this is a one on watch. When one on one match, they said a commentary. I was like, okay. And same as you, I thought, oh, Bianca Bella's acting so well. And then she was like limping. And then all of a sudden, she was limping. And then she was like, oh, no, she's running. I'm like, hang on. How she can run if she's got a bad leg? Same as you. How could she get on the top rope? And then it was the best bit, you know, Sky cashing in, which. I called, by the way, um, and mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, as soon as that came down, I said to that, I was like, yes, 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 I called it, I called it, because up until that point, I was like, well, that was awful. I was like, but you could hear the relief in the audiences, yeah. in the crowd when EO's music hit, because I think everybody was a bit more, I think people were more shocked that Bianca won, because, I mean, certainly none of us predicted that, so nobody gets a point. Apart from you, Joe, you get the point for successfully saying that there would be a cash-in, which there was. So that, um, so you get the bonus point for that. Jamie's now the only one left with his cash-in. cash-in. Um, but, um, yeah, I think people are just like, oh, we can't believe Bianca's won, and we don't really want to to, because... Her last reign was a bit lacklustre, and me personally, and I think this goes for saying for everyone else, was kind of like, oh, if we're going to have another six, seven, eight months of that again, we don't, we don't want it. So uh, yeah, when EO's music hit, everybody popped in. Thank God, Joe. Thank God, new women's champion. Yeah, like I think I would see EO Sky's like virgin on face now because obviously, like uh, they're doing the whole like baby. Bailey's going to turn on Eo, and I don't know what's happened with that storyline, but they basically they've got rid of that storyline now. Like, oh yeah, um, Bailey's basically her friend again now. And then obviously um, at the end, uh, Dakota Kai came out, and they all hugged each other. So I like Damage Control. I think they're a good faction. Like, you don't really see women's factions in wrestling generally, and I think they are a good. I think they are a good uh, wrestling faction. So yeah, I think. The tides was turning. Um, I think it was like the Puerto Rico event where they started to like cheer EF Sky. Um, so yeah, I I definitely think it's a good call. I think she's going to have a defense. I don't know who against, but a defense against somebody, and then I assume Bailey's going to turn on her, and that'll set up a program with her and Bailey leading yeah. to, towards the end of the year, which would be be good to see. Um, so it was at this point, or just after, I fell asleep. Um, yes, that that was a that that was it for me. I that that had taken it out of me, and I was tired. So I like I said, I got up in the morning. I watched the main event, and I think if I hadn't have fallen asleep, Joe, before the match, like I said, I would have fallen asleep during it because I'm sorry, but I did not enjoy this match as much as I'd enjoyed some past Roman Reigns matches, even though the past Roman Reigns matches, we knew how it was going to go, we knew it was going to win, at least your matches at Mania were entertaining, Sami Zayn was entertaining um, the tag match at Money in the Bank was entertaining this, yes nobody in the right mind, and you had to be on some form of drugs if you thought the Uso was picking up the win um, nobody thought Reigns was going to lose but it yeah, just I... wasn't great, was it? It just wasn't great. And and the ending was the biggest Vince Russo swerve 
ending I've seen in a long time, and I'm not saying that in a good way. Just it was just absolutely ridiculous that you can go through this story and the brothers teaming up with each other. And yes, we've got that to just turn. I completely lost interest in it then, and it it angered me, Joe. It annoyed me. I agree. Like this match was just far too long. It could have been like half the amount of time. It could have been like I got this down as thirty six minutes and five seconds. It could have been like fifteen twenty minutes, like half it easily. It was just long, drawn out. There was like it was just an alright wrestling match. I just thought it was very boring. Like um, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I read the results and I read how long this match was, and I fast forwarded quite a lot of this. I was watching bits of it, but they were, they were still stuff that they were just in, like, holes for a long time, or they were just, there was nothing happening. I just fast-forwarded it, so for me, it was about 15, 20 minutes because there were some bits that I just couldn't watch because it was so boring, and then, you know, they did the whole thing where, you know, Solo Sokoa comes out does a snow and spike, and he gets involved. They're like, okay, who else is going to get involved? And then Jay gets his gets his comeuppance then tries to put rubber through the table and then some black hooded figure comes through and I was like who is this is this another member of the bloodline it's like another cousin or another brother because there's like millions of mm. them yeah. and then you see him like super kicking and then he pulled his down and then you see it's Jimmy Uso and you're like oh okay so the brother turned on the brother but they didn't like a couple of months ago like when I think it was Survivor Series, is it, or just after when they basically turned their back on the bloodline? Wasn't didn't Jimmy Uso? Wasn't he the one to first turn on Roman and kick yes, him in the I face? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Well, he's gone yes. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, yeah. and then the two of them teaming up in the tag match to then do this. I just that's why the booking was terrible. The swerve did not work. I'm sorry, but it didn't. It'd be interesting yeah. what happens well, tonight. Actually, isn't it? At time of recording, yeah. as if Reigns is even there. Um, yeah, I, I was not a fan of the match and I was not a fan of the ending. But we all picked Reigns, we did, so um, we all get a point. And looking at the pay-per-view prediction league, um, I still sit top on 39 points. Jamie is on 36 points. Joe, you are also on 36 points, so well done. And Dan bringing up the rear on 32, so a bit of catching up for old Dan to do, but we still got uh, a few shows left towards the end of the year. Yeah. And as I say, Jamie also still has his cash-in opportunity to still use as well for, um, well, I was going to say either now, just for the men's money in the Bank Championship. So we will see. Yeah. We will see. Other than that, Joe, it's been a fairly quiet week in the world of wrestling, but a couple of pieces of news before we finish up this week. Um I'm not sure if you heard about Bray Wyatt specifically and his illness, but a few more details have, have come out over the last couple of days. And whilst we still don't know the main illness and the main reasons for why he's not been about since, oh gosh, was it just after the Royal Rumble? Um, yeah. Apparently the illness was both career and life-threatening as well, allegedly, oh. which has come out. So... Yeah, I mean, our yeah. best wishes go to, to to him, of course, but uh, not great news. No, he's not that much luck. I mean, I think it was we didn't the like a, the list of like WWE superstars that were injured. I think um, Biggie's had some bad news recently, like he can't wrestle. He he's has, yeah, with his neck, yeah. And he's basically told not to wrestle again. Like Bailey's injured. Um, 
Sonny Deville's now injured, so like um, Chelsea Green can't defend the tag oh, titles. She's injured. Curse titles. And there's basically like a massive list of like people who are like injured or like out. And there's like a massive list of people. I was like, there's loads of people on that list. I can't remember all of them off the top of but the biggest names on there were probably yeah, Biggie and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, well, but we wish our luck to both of them. He sounds a bit more you know, a bit more positive for Bray. It sounds as if fingers crossed he's going over the worst of what it is because I think creative plans are penciling in, and I, I will say penciling, nothing's been confirmed, um, September, so next month we're only a few weeks off that, so fingers crossed. And I just hope oh. he can come back. The storylines are a bit better and there's a bit of consistency, and of course this illness or whatever it was doesn't come back for him as well. Um, but yes, fingers crossed with that. Um, and I suppose the other big news this week, we finally, Joe, had some more matches for All In announced. You know, it was yeah, getting a bit shaky. It was. It was getting a bit shaky um, to to start with. But, um, yeah, of course, we, we had announced a week or so ago MJF defending the World Championship against Adam, Adam Cole. Um, we've also, of course, I don't know if it, I think we announced it last week, FTR and the Young Bucks as well. Yeah. Um, for the AW World Tag Team Championships. We've now had three other matches announced, which is good. One of them, interestingly enough, has been announced for the pre-show, the buy-in, and that is Aussie Open defending the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships against MJF and Adam Cole. So MJF and Adam Cole are pulling double duty, but what? But the match is on the pre-show. Now, unless that's going to get strange. changed, that's that's interesting. Yeah, very strange. I don't know what's happening there. Like, you get you get MGF and Adam Cole twice. Yeah, very strange. I mean, I can only assume that because it's for the Ring of Honor titles, they're not going to pick up the titles very much like they didn't pick up the AEW titles. Something's going to happen, and maybe that'll. I don't know, kickstart something, a bit of heat towards one of them. I'm assuming NJF may be a low below Adam Cole and then he's got the rest of the night to recover and then it will be a bit of a grudge match the main event just to add a bit yeah. more spice to it. Potentially, that's all I'm saying, but we'll see. Um, we've also got a four-way match announced for the AEW Women's Championship. Kiru Shida, the champion, defending against Tony Storm, Soraya and a participant still to be determined. So at least we're getting the women on the match and Saray is on the match uh, on the card as well. Yeah, obviously Saray is going to get a massive like home. I know she's technically a heel, but because she's like it's home field advantage, it'd be like the regal effect. Even though he's like he was a heel, every time he came to England, he got cheered. It'd be the same for Saray. Everyone will be cheering her. So if there's nobody else who's British or English in the match. Um, don't know if Jamie Hayter's is better or not. If mm. uh, yeah, if, assuming there's nobody else British in the match, then I I would say Soraya might have a really good chance, or she'll have very good support at least anyway. No, absolutely. And the other match that we've got announced, um, which I'm actually quite interested in, in seeing, is a team of AR Fox and Swerve Strickland, the Mogul Embassy versus Darby Allen and. Sting! But the best thing about this match is it's not just a tag team match, it's a tag team coffin match. So some oh. form of casket match, I assume. So bit bit gimmicky, but nice to see it. Just nice to see Sting, he's going to get a massive pop at Wembley, surely. I mean, I'd be interested if they put Sting in the coffin at the end and they actually bury him alive. 
then I'd be interested in it. That but, might be, he might retire. There were rumours of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be a good match. I don't know if, yeah, obviously Sting's getting on now. He can still wrestle, but obviously Darby Allen's going to do most of the work and do his flips and stuff. So, yeah, it should be good. Fantastic. Well, we'll see what gets announced. Maybe there might be something on Collision um, this week. I don't know if it's been pre-recorded. I assume it's live, but if not, we'll see what pops up uh, next week on Dynamite. Anything further to add, Joe? We all wrestled out for one week. No, as you said, there's not a lot happened this week. It was just being the um, SummerSlam. I think the biggest thing I want to talk about was Big E, but I just mentioned that. So, yeah, but I think that's pretty much it for me. No problem at all. Well, where can everybody find us on the socials, Joe? You can find us on all social medias. You can find us on X, Instagram and Facebook at Grapplecast Show. And don't forget to like and subscribe us. You never miss an episode. Fantastic. Yes, thank you very much. Um, I'm assuming, Joe, that Dan and Jamie will be joining us again next week. We, the band should be back together, fingers crossed, as long as nothing pops up. Um, but yeah, do you want to give us some form of sign off, Joe? You can do your own or do whatever you feel. Without further ado, I bid you farewell and goodbye. Ta-ra, guys. Ring the bell!